You're listening to episode number 48 of the Beautiful Day Project. Welcome to the Beautiful Day Project. I'm your host, Laura Armendariz. I'm a life coach whose passion is helping ladies make positive growth in their busy lives. In this podcast, we work on healthy changes and we always lean on God's power and wisdom to give us strength. I'm here for you, so let's get to it. Boundaries are everywhere. I mean, we've got them on the side of the road so that we know where it is safe to drive. We've got them on our credit cards so we don't dive so far into financial insecurity that we must give up on possible financial health. Now, today I just want to dig into healthy boundaries and where you can place them in your life so that you can build a better life. Did you know that the first 42 episodes of this podcast were created as a resource for anyone that wants to break up with bad habits? I named it the 42-Day Fallout Challenge. It is what I wished that I had had when I had to spend six weeks falling out of love with sweets as I took a break from simple carbs. In less than 10 minutes a day, you'll get insights, encouragement, and advice to keep you on track with whatever habit you are trying to break up with. (laughs) You can also find the free PDF resource on my website under free resources. Now, let's get back to the episode. At the end of the school year last year, Adela went on a class trip. She went bowling and she absolutely loved it. She came home and I mean, goodness, her big brown eyes were sparkling and she had all these stories of all these pins she knocked over and how these points she earned. And oh my goodness, guys, so ashamed to admit this, but I was a little bit, you know, confused and definitely wondering how on her first time, she was already so much better than her poor mom, which I'm a really terrible bowler, but I was a little bit like, how is she doing that? And then she mentioned to me the bumpers that had been set up so that her ball would stay in the lane. Oh my goodness, guys, those bumpers are such a brilliant illustration of what boundaries should be. Now, boundaries can be looked at in two different ways, restrictive or constructive. Restrictive means it's restricting you, like you can't do all the things you want to do because there's boundaries in place. But constructive says there's boundaries in place, which allows me to do all the things I want to do. Okay. I mean, it's the same boundary, but the way you look at it will make all the difference. Today, we're going to look at it like this boundary is constructive. This is keeping your ball in the lane so it can move down the way it's supposed to and knock all those pins down. Because you, my love, would not be listening to this podcast unless you had some goals for your life, some hopes for change. And boundaries are just a beautiful way to get started on this. Today, we're going to be talking about the eight areas of your life where boundaries are helpful. Okay. And then we're also just going to be talking about how we create these boundaries. Okay. Like what questions do you ask yourself? What are the steps to create a really healthy boundary that is constructive? Okay. 
the areas of your life where you would could consider some boundaries are your faith, okay, which means your spiritual journey with God, our Savior, your physical health, your mental and emotional health. I put those together because they're so interrelated. Your marriage, your parenting, your relationships, your career, and your finances. Now, not everybody is going to listen to that and be like, oh yeah, I need to work on all eight because there are parts of your life that may not be there. Like you might be retired and you do not have a career. You might be single and you are not married. You might not have children yet, so you would not be parenting. Okay. You also might have amazing physical health. Like you, you already know how to handle your physical health. You're not worried about that. Okay. But there are eight areas that, that most people need to look at to figure out if there's some boundaries that need to be put in place. I have yet to meet somebody who's got it all down and doesn't need any help in any area. So, all right. So when you're creating a boundary, what I like to do is I like to step back and ask myself four questions. Okay. The first one is what is my goal? And it has to be clear. Like I can't just say, Oh, I want to be healthier. Like, no, that's not really a goal. Like that could mean anything. Instead, I need to say, Oh, I would really love to be drinking all the water that my body needs. Okay. So let's use that as an example as I work through these questions. So the first one is, what is my goal? My goal is I want to drink all the water that my body needs. All right, well, what is keeping me from fulfilling this goal right now? And I might think about that and say, well, you know what? I really don't know how many ounces of water. And then also, I just never seem to have my water with me when I need it. And then also like, I'm afraid to drink my water while I'm teaching because then I can't get up to use a restroom when I need to. So do you see how I like already have all these issues that need to be resolved in order to be successful? The next question would be, what would have to change to make me successful? Well, I know it now. I know that first I need to find out how much water I need to drink. And second, I need to figure out a way to keep my water close to me, but also drink enough at the times of day when I know I'll be able to get up and use the restroom later if I need to, which is totally doable. I just need to be purposeful and think about it and do it. And the last question is, um, what do I have control of that I could use to protect my efforts? This is where you create the boundary. I know that first of all, a boundary should be the amount of water that my body needs. So I would find that answer. I would write it down, maybe buy one of those humongous water bottles, which I do have. And that would be boundary number one, that that whole water bottle gets drank and it's always with me. Home, work, I have it with me. I bring it to work. I bring it home from work, all the stuff, Okay. That's boundary number one, but I also know that I need to sort of schedule my water intake if I'm working. So I might say, you know what, I'm always going to drink um, 16 ounces first, like before I drink my coffee. Well, that sounds like a lot, maybe eight ounces of water before I drink my coffee. And then, you know, another, another two cups, another 16 ounces, ounces need to be drank before the students arrive in the classroom. Whoop, whoop, that's three cups already done. And, you know, like that's before work even began and my body needs about eight cups of water. So that's almost half already done. 
Um, and then maybe I, before I go to bed, I have to drink the rest of my water bottle or start drinking it, you know, drink another eight ounces at lunch and start drinking the rest of it as soon as the kids go home for the day, you know. So those are boundaries I can put in place. They are constructive rules I've created for myself to make myself successful. Now that you've kind of seen the way that works, remember those four questions are, what is your goal? What's keeping you from fulfilling that goal right now? What would have to change to make you successful? And what do you have control of that you could use to protect your efforts? Very simple, very powerful, good questions. Now let's get, let's have fun with this. And I just want to talk about some of the areas in our life that I mentioned earlier, which are um, faith, physical health, mental and emotional health, marriage, parenting, relationships, career, and finances. Let's go over just a few of these. I would love to talk to you about some examples that you could use because I get asked this a lot. Like what's a good way I get started on having, um, you know, a stronger faith or what's, what's one way I could be a better parent. And, you know, I don't have all the answers. I have some things I could offer you. Really, a lot of it just comes from you. Like you usually do know what you want to change and what you would like to go after. Um, you know that probably better than anybody else does. But for fun, I'm going to go over just a few of the areas while we have some time left on this podcast before I let you go today. Today. So the first one is faith. Um, and I, for me, faith is where I start. Faith, my faith, my walk with God is my firm foundation from which everything else in my life flows out of. It is where I'm, all of my joy stems from. It is, I mean, it is the make or break me is my faith. So for me, I know that I love to spend time with with God. I like to study my Bible. This year, I noticed that any verses I've ever memorized have been really impactful, that I have them hidden in my heart. And I decided I really wanted to do more of that, like hide more of God's word in my heart, that those words are there with me and I can just remember them anytime I need them instead of having to fish them out from my Bible app on my phone or pull up in my Bible. Like they're just part of me. So, I know, first of all, like my goal was I wanted to memorize more Bible verses. What was keeping me from it was I just wasn't making time for it. What I needed to change to be successful was really like schedule that time, make it happen, just make it another thing I did. And what I had control over was the way I managed my time in like the very first part of the day, my wake up routine. And then right before I go to bed, those were two areas I usually have wiggle room and control over how I'm spending my time. I mean, the rest of the day, you guys know, if you're a mom, (laughs) it's just a lot of what other people need and, um, how I can help them and what comes up. But I felt like those are two good areas I had control over. So I decided that, and this is so funny, I was not allowed I I am not allowed to plan anything in my planner unless I have spent five minutes going over my memorized verses. And that's, that is, that is it. That's all I need is that boundary because I love to plan. I love to get out my journal and decide what I'm doing for the day, make a plan for what I'm going to eat and um, for the tasks I want to get done. So to say that I can't do that unless I've memorized my verses, 
oh my goodness, that's been so powerful. I follow through very easily with that boundary in place. Let's look at another area. Let's look at physical health. I help ladies a lot on this one. It's such a passion of mine to help ladies on their physical health. I mean, so much of what we do stems out of the way we care for ourselves. One area, like one thing that helps me when I'm talking about like emotional eating, like a a boundary to put in place so I do not emotional eat. So a goal would be to not eat unless I'm hungry. Um, what would be keeping me from doing that is that I just eat every time I'm stressed. Okay. Um, so what I have control over to change that would be that if I get stressed and I notice that that's the reason I want to eat, then before I can eat anything, I need to take, do something almost like a contract. Like I need to go journal for five minutes or I need to go outside and take a 10 minute walk. So for some ladies, I call it the if then contract. And I probably should do a podcast on this at some point. So if something comes up and we tell our brain, no, 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 you can't have any chocolate. Like we're not doing chocolate anymore. Your lower brain, like the toddler part of your brain will just scream at you, but we want chocolate now. And then the fight becomes about the chocolate. And that's not what you should be focusing on this. You should be focusing on, on your stress and anxiety. So instead you say, you know, we might have some chocolate later, but first we are going to do these things for ourselves. And then we'll revisit the chocolate. We're not even saying that we'll eat the chocolate. We're just saying, you know, we can revisit that later, but first we do this. And it's like a contract with yourself that you're not taking it off the table, but you need to deal with that stress and anxiety first. Okay. So that would be a boundary that you follow through on an if and then contract whenever you feel like you need to emotionally eat or drink. All right, let's go over two more and then I'll go ahead and end this episode for the day. What about an emotional or mental health habit? Okay, so <laughs> I know that a lot of ladies, like a lot of unhealthy habits stem out of our mental and emotional health issues like stress and anxiety, depression. One thing that I've noticed for me that really makes my emotional and mental health worse is if I'm multitasking. So multitasking is when you're trying to do multiple things at the same time. I know that this makes me really, really anxious and frustrated and resentful towards others. So a boundary, since I have control over this, a boundary that I have in place for me is that I monotask. I do one thing at a time. My only exception is if I'm doing something mindless or more or less mindless, like driving somewhere or um, gardening, I might listen to a podcast or have a conversation with somebody while I'm doing that. But like I said, that boundary to protect my mental and emotional health is to not multitask. All right, let's talk our last one. Let's do an example of, okay, what about parenting? You know, parenting for some, it can feel so life consuming. I know for me it does. I, sometimes I feel like all I am is a mom. You know, I know that's totally not true. And yet I also feel like I have so much work to do in my parenting. Like I'm never doing it right. I'm never doing it perfectly. And 
what I realize is a goal that I really have as a parent is that my daughters feel seen, that they're not just another task or chore, but that they're truly seen for who they are, what they're interested in and everything. So what I have control over is some time that I have to spend with them. And that is one of the reasons that a boundary that I have is that bedtime is done well that it's a time that we reconnect, that they're seen, that they're loved, that they're held physically. And this is important for me too as a mom because as I reconnect with them at the end of the day, I'm reminded that that it is so worth it every single second that I spend with them and do things for them and with them. All right, my dears. Well, there you have it. Those are the eight areas that you might consider some boundaries and the questions you would ask yourself to create those boundaries. If you are a busy lady who really wants to make progress in her health and weight loss goals, I open up my program three times a year. It's called Weight Loss from the Soul. We dive into an incredible 12-week journey that helps you learn and implement physical, mental, and emotional habit changes so that you can gain momentum and stay in charge. All my program graduates then have lifetime access to the monthly group training and coaching. My weight loss group is currently full, but I would encourage you to sign up for the waitlist so that you will be the first to know when enrollment opens up again. Simply go to my website and visit Weight Loss from the Soul to sign up. Let's recap. The areas of your life where we might need boundaries are faith, physical health, mental and emotional health, marriage, parenting, relationships, careers, and finances. If you are considering creating some boundaries in any of those areas, what I want you to ask yourself is, first, what is your goal? Second, what's keeping you from filling, fulfilling those goals? Three, what would have to change for you to be successful? And four, what do you have control of that you could use to protect your efforts. All right, my dears. So next week, guys, we're going to be talking about a subject that a lot of people don't talk about and they really, really, really should. We are going to be talking about the addiction to dieting and how to break that cycle. It's going to be fun. And I look forward to talking to you next week. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends if it was helpful. I love being here for you. Visit my website to read more about my life and my work at lauraarmendariz.com. That's L-O-R-A-A-R-M-E-N-D-A-R-I-Z. And of course, you can always find everything linked in the podcast notes. This life coach is not a licensed health professional. Always consult your physician or mental health professional when considering health changes or weight loss regimes.